Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. Yeah, so I'm thinking about watching Mitsuits. Cool, man. I, yeah. But I watched the, most of the, maybe all of the first season. Yeah, you were telling me it's that. It's interesting. You were telling me that it was kind of like Skins. Me it's a little bit like Skins love, with superpowers. I love Skins. Yes, I know you like do. Like Tony. Gendry was in Skins. You don't know who Gendry is. That's a Game of Thrones character. Yes. I know it because I hang out with nerds. And uh, Gilly is also in Skins. You yeah. know, in the first season, you know the, the blonde girl who wants to commit, uh, she's like uh, bulimic? No. Or she's anorexic, doesn't want to eat a lot. She like pushes her food off to the that side. That seems like half the people in that show. Yeah, but this one, <laughs> this one's like... She doesn't do any food. Okay. She kind of liked uh, the glasses I, it, nerd. Yeah. I'm not going to remember any of this stuff. You don't remember Skins? You were talking no, about Skins. I know. I saw skins. it when it was like first run so on BBC I. America. Me too. But you have the steel trap. I yeah. don't. I also didn't like it. So I don't Nips. remember stuff I don't like. Like Spaceballs. Dude, <laughs> you say that. People are going to come after you, and so, I will let them come after you in the comments. So by the next episode, I'm going to have a little bit of a review of a show that I'm watching, which is Tron Uprising. Eh. So you got to talk about Star. I'm going to talk a little bit about Tron Uprising. Will you have it finished by next is, episode? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've got like five left. There's only 19 episodes. Oh, so bad. yeah, I'll have it done. Yeah, and then I think... I'm going to have somebody on and we're going to talk about Miraculous Ladybug. All right. Yeah. Cool. How many? Now that's two seasons around? One season. Oh, just one? Yeah. Cool. 26 episodes and a Christmas special. Dang. Christmas special, by the way. Not really a special. Just an episode that takes place in Christmas where they sing. Oh, okay. It's, they, they, that's really how American television does it. Well, it's not even oh. American television. Oh. It's a French show that oh, is made right. in Korea. That's right. It seems like only really the, the British shows do an actual Christmas oh, special, actual Christmas which special. is like yeah. a longer episode and like an actual event. But mm-hmm. here, yeah, we just do a Halloween episode or a Christmas episode or a Thanksgiving episode. Or a, uh, just kind of like, or you have yeah. your musical episode, but yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. The, their Christmas episode, they were like, let's take the musical episode and the Christmas episode and combine it together. Cause it's, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Nice. They're like, do it. Nice, dude. All right, let's kick it off, man. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, episode thirty-three. 33. Yeah. My name is Josh. I'm Gavin. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Welcome. Sit down. We can do an NPR. Pour yourself a glass. And uh, on this episode of the Animation Station Podcast, <laughs> we're going to be sipping tea and 
I got nothing else. I got nothing else. <laughs> Just tea sipping. I don't do NPR. That's all this episode is. It's very, it's very white noisy. You just kind of like, you can just kind of The initials for what we watched today spell tea. If you unjumble them. <laughs> if you unjumble them. It really spells tay. Tay. <laughs> But hey, you want uh, some tea? You want some nice tea? <laughs> awesome, dude. I'm excited. This is, uh, to me, this is a really interesting movie that we're going to talk about today. So, do you have any news before we get into it? Oh my gosh, so much news. Let me get my notebook out. I don't think you do. Oh, there it is. So, news, we got a, on Friday... We got a brand new Coco poster. Yeah, I saw that. With a dog. Uh, shocker, a dog. So, but this may be, this could be cool. Disney may give us a dog flavored dog sidekick instead of a dog flavored horse sidekick. <laughs> I like that you're calling it flavored. I couldn't think of, I couldn't think of a word, so I went with flavored. <laughs> I like it. I'm yeah, sure that dog is dog flavored. I bet it is. I bet it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, so a dog with dog attributes. Yes, dog yes. flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, we also <laughs> had uh, this past Tuesday, Star and Marco's Guide to Mastering Every Dimension came out in book form. Oh, yeah, the book. You showed it to me. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, so, you know, got a little bit of... It's kind of Star in the Wars same Wars vein Wars. as the, uh, the journal the Gravity from Falls one? Gravity Falls. Yeah, yeah it's got... But way All kinds less of illustrations. expensive. Wow. Way less expensive. I don't think Star has the like cult following yet that Gravity Falls developed. I don't know. Tumblr and the Instagram. No, it's got fold. the nerdy fan thing going, but Gravity Falls brought in that like collector mystery solver yeah, crowd. Yeah, your wife likes Gravity Falls. Where they wanted, they really wanted that journal. Yeah, your wife you know? likes Gravity Falls, but not too much of a fan of Star. Yeah. Which is sad. Well, it's it's fine. You can still watch it all you want, yeah. man. Anything else happen this week? They had some casting news for Cars 3. Uh, Nathan Fillion's going to be in it, which I thought was kind of sure, cool. Why not? And some other bit characters. Hey, man, which Castle's like, over. Hey, he's what? he's making the rounds. <laughs> he's Captain Hammer. I know. Captain Hammer's <laughs> definitely over. Aw. Anyway, I I think I that mean, was kind of neat, eaten but in uh, Santa Clarita, yes, he did. Yeah, he did oh, Santa spoilers for the rough. first episode of Santa Clarita Diet. <laughs> is that everybody? the very first episode? Yeah, it is, huh? He gets it. Oh man, when she bites off his fingers, I was like, oh, jeez, this show's hardcore. It's it's weird. It's like really hardcore graphic violence, but in a comedy setting. Well, it's also like that only happens like three times. Yeah. It's only a That's few it. times, yeah. Yeah, but it's gruesome. It's very gruesome. So it, those scenes were actually hard for me to watch. I don't do gore really well. What's great about that is since Drew Barrymore, is she a vegetarian or a vegan? I think In she's, real life? Yeah, I think she's a vegetarian. I don't personally so, know Drew Barrymore, so, so I don't that, know. Well, I mean, I met her the, the three times. Um, you, you and we Drew. Had, we had, you know what? Thinking about it, we had brunch, but she didn't yeah. actually eat anything. Just, just Bloody Marys? Shh. Alcohol. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> wow. No, Drew Barrymore, salt of the Welcome earth. Welcome to the animation station, the show where we slander Drew Barrymore. No, nah, she's great. <laughs> she's so great that we decided to do a movie that she was in. We did. I like Drew Barrymore. I, I've always liked her. I think she's really charming and talented and 
funny. I, I like a lot of the movies that she's I in. I get her and Nicole Kidman mixed I, up. What? No, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> no, I That's the most ridiculous thing I've <laughs> that ever heard. Would be, that would be crazy. <laughs> well, they're blonde. I can't tell her and Matt Damon apart. They, there, were, there was a time that they were speaking at the same time on the movie, and I was like, I don't know which one's which. <laughs> Is That's Matt hilarious. Damon the one with the purple highlights? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I, I think she's delightful. And I think she brings a lot to an animated character. So, so Gavin, what movie did we watch? Because we've been rambling. We and watched. It took us 16 minutes to get this far. <laughs> we watched The Notorious. B.I.G.? Titan A.E. Uh, Notorious, because it's known as the movie that killed the Fox Animation Studios. Although they, they were already, was that the thing from Inner Workings? Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, this is the movie that killed the studio. They basically shut it down after this movie totally flopped. Uh, budget of hundred and some odd million dollars, and it made like thirty six million <laughs> in the box office. It was just a tanker, which is weird. I loved it when it came out. I was like, "This is awesome! It's great!" And I think I saw it when it came I've, out. Yeah, I did too, and and I've always liked it. But yeah, it tanked. The writing was on the wall for the studio, though. And basically, they were at the point of shutting it down. And it was only because Don Bluth and Gary Goldman took on this project and said, okay, we're going to do this, that they were like, okay, we'll let you do one more. During production, they fired 300 of the animation staff. So they had to outsource a ton of this to like four or five different studios just to complete it. That's what happened with that baseball it probably did, yeah. That There's that scene where they're hands. handing off that baseball, and it like jumps out of his hand and then back in his hand. I don't know why I was. I, I don't know weird. why I was drawn to that. You I were looking like, right at it when it like, happened. It was perfect baseball. timing. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, and you know it's weird because you know I I lived in Phoenix at the time, and that's where the Fox Animation Studios were. It was in Phoenix, Arizona, and. During the late 90s, the animation school in, I think, Dublin, Ireland, I don't remember what it's called, was one of the biggest producers of animation uh, graduates in the world. And so a lot of these studios were hiring Irishmen. And I just remember this huge influx of Irish-speaking or Irish-accented people around Phoenix, Arizona. I'm like, what in the world is going on? I came to find out that it was because the Fox Animation Studios had hired a ton of people out of that school in Ireland. And I thought that was really neat. But then it was really sad when they just completely shut it down. And all then all of a sudden, Irishmen. hundreds and hundreds of people were out of jobs and looking for work in an industry that, I mean, there's only so many animation studios that you can go to back then. You know, Now there's probably them, a lot more. I wonder where more. a lot of them went. I'm sure a lot of them ended up they went up in, to Canada? Because maybe that, because the early two thousands is when like the Canadian animation mm-hmm. stuff really started soaring. Yeah, there. That's when you had a bigger proliferation start in television animation. You got a lot more independent studios over the last fifteen years. I'm sure DreamWorks and even Disney and um, you know other companies grabbed them up. But yeah, man, it it's it's sad that that animation studio, which gave us great movies like American Tail. And Anastasia, you know, they did some good work. They just couldn't make it work financially. I'm not totally sure why, but this is the one that was the nail in the coffin. 
It's too much 3D. Stinks, it was, it's, I mean, uh, it was too, I mean, it's I mean, it's actually 3D, mostly it's, 3D. It's mostly too, it's 3D. It's too much of that, man. Really? And it doesn't hold up. See, that's what's interesting to me. I think in a lot of that ways, that very in shot looks like they pulled it's it. It's the worst thing I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, it looks like they pulled it from that like final shot when they pull out. Awful. Yeah, it looks like it's crap. It's like and I play video games. The better fact than that that's this. the kind of grand finale shot it's it's so upsetting and disappointing it also pulls so much from different shows and movies mm-hmm. it's ridiculous did we say what we were wa- that we were watching titan ae i don't remember us yeah, saying that we I watched did. Titan remember AE. i said it was the notorious titan ae and you made your big joke i did yeah i don't remember that but <laughs> um where was I going? I don't know. We were talking oh, yeah, about yeah. that final yeah, shot. Yeah, they pull they pull a lot of stuff out of this because I mean, the the very beginning scene mm-hmm. looks like something like looks at, straight out of Babylon Five. Oh yeah, like with the all the dredge. Yeah, 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 I was like, whoa, this is like Babylon. Yeah, 5. the ship design and and that like the ship design of like the motherships and the and, little and the scout little fighters, fighters yeah. of the dredge looks like it came out of probably a couple different Star Trek franchises that mm-hmm. but they look very star trekky to me and the uh well the, the, the whole bit with it's basically genesis it's kind of genesis yeah can I it's cook kind can of I cook? yeah i mean it's kind of a lot of apocalyptic sci-fi things you know i i told you when this movie started especially that beginning segment when the first time i watched guardians of the galaxy i was immediately reminded of titan ae because yeah it's just lone human character out in the galaxy you know kind of scraping by and making a name for himself in his own way he's a scrappy character and i mean he's not quite star lord but you know it, it kind of had the same Whedon, feel to me he did part of the screenplay he was part of the right? story writing team yeah it's it's really cool did he too. work on guardians mm, did he i don't know but we do know one show that he used to work on yes roseanne <sighs> uh, sorry he did and Toy Story, <laughs> but he worked on Firefly. Yes, and yes, he did. I was getting a lot of Firefly yeah, stuff in this too. I can too. see a lot of Firefly. Like when they go to New it. Bangkok, I'm like, did they go to New Bangkok and Firefly? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like it's actually Titan AE that influenced a lot of these things because oh, yeah. a lot of these things came afterwards. Well, a lot of it, like, there's a whole part where <clears throat> I was I was watching and I'm like, this looks like something I played in Mass Effect. Yeah, I see a lot of video like, game like, stuff mm, in it. Yeah, it was it was very. I mean, it's it's good. Like I like mm-hmm. I like all the little genres and stuff that they're throwing in there. Yeah, but it's like oh, it just seemed like let's take. I bet here, here's the thing. If this was a book, I bet it would be great. I bet <laughs> you know it would what? be a great book. They commissioned Ken Anderson to do three prequel novels to this in the lead up to the movie. So there's three prequel novels out there that you can read. I, bet. I don't know if they did a novelization of the movie. They probably did because they seem to always do. I don't know. Cause I think this would be a better book series than it would be. Oh, it's out there. You can find yeah. it. Yeah, It's on Wikipedia. Because there's, you there's, can... there's a lot of problems story wise yeah. with this, with this movie. Really? I didn't, I didn't think there was a whole lot of, Story problems, but wait, let's 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 stay on the visuals because you said the visuals didn't work for you. No, too much CG. Um, they tried. What, to, what were they your tried, problems with it specifically? Too, they tried to put too much in it, like all of the what were they called? The 
Dirge, Dredge, Dredge, the Dredge, all of them were just atrocious. Their character design? Yeah. Oh, okay. And and the fact that they were like, okay, let's put these random 3D elements in this 2D scene. Like well, when they well, when they attack in the bar, mm-hmm. I, I was like, Lord, get this over with, please. Well, get, they're supposed get into to look different because they're made out of energy. They're not made out of you metal make, and you wood them, and flesh and bone. You can make them look like energy, but not do that. You can't if you're Fox sense? in 2000. Yeah, you can now. When, when, when everything's going. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of. <clears throat> I know anime at that time that could have pulled that exact same thing off way better. It, with just 2D techniques? With just 2D techniques. Oh, I agree with that. I think it's like, it's like, I'm like, the 3D stuff... It, I, I mean, it Fox just, could have done it better if they'd done it in yeah, 2D. If, they if just didn't have the full, staff. It would have been a full 2D movie. They didn't have great. the staff to do it. They were they were uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And they, like, if, if this... like When we, we were talking about, like, our last uh, question last week was, mm-hmm. um, what's a, you know... Uh, Live action live movie action that you would to, like to see. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a really good live action movie. That's excellent that you mentioned that. This was originally being developed at the Fox Studios as a live action film. I think it would have been better. And they couldn't get it off the ground. And that's when they showed Don Bluth script. And Don Bluth and Gary Goldman, the guys that made this movie, they are not sci-fi guys. And they didn't want to do a sci-fi movie. But they were basically told, if you don't take this, we're shutting the studio down now. So they took it. So and like, they did it. But yeah, this was originally so this was intended to, to be stop. a live action movie. Now, originally. was this before or after Battlefield Earth? This has to have been before. I'm not Here, sure. Here, you, you talk about, you know, some of the... Well, let uh, me talk about my take yeah, on the visuals. Well, because I, I understand and I agree that there are limitations with the visuals as far as the 3D elements go. But what I like that they did is they tended to, in all of their scenes, throw in so many different elements and so many different textures and sources of light that, to me, it helped kind of blend it all together and made for enough of a unified unified visual statement that I wasn't as catapulted out of it with certain things like that. I did notice that when the dredge show up in the bar that they look totally different than everything else. But with all of the, the texture and color and, you know, character design and, and different elements that your eye could fall on in those scenes, I think it works. You know, I, mm. I'm not over the moon about it. And it's not something that I could write elegant pages about, you know, you know, about the artwork, but I think it works as a sci-fi adventure animated film. And, you know, visually that last scene is the worst. I, every time I watch that movie, I dread that last scene because that is the only thing that just ruins it for me. I dredge it, (laughs) but you know, in, in and of itself, I like the design work of the ships of the environments, the, painted backgrounds are amazing the character design i think is pretty good the only one that's a little off-putting for me is the weapons officer that jean garofalo plays with her two double kneed legs yeah i don't know there's something about her proportions which don't work out for me i like nathan lane's character the smarmy second man guy yeah timon jar jar that's it that's that's perfect actually. that's I like when, that. I, when he started talking about it's timon jar jar <laughs> that's funny i like john leguizamo's character 
Um, Malik was almost character was like kind of like a nothing character. He right? kind of reminded me of the what the was that mole, box that he created? The, the digging mole character from Atlantis, yeah, which came out the same what was year. The, what was the box he created? I don't even care. We don't find out. Yeah, it's a mystery. Like, nothing happens in the box. Yeah. Don't bring, uh, Battlefield Earth also came out in 2000. Okay. Um, so same, everything similar. Came out in 2000. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, but it's it's like don't talk about stuff in the movie. Don't give me <laughs> these things and then don't pay them off. Never like, watch the show Gavin and Stacy. I've seen Gavin oh, and Stacy. Oh, you Stacey. have? Yeah. <laughs> I, what dude, happened on the fishing trip? I, dude, I used to watch, dude, it was when back when BBC America actually had good shows. They when they used actually to do, had shows. Yeah, they used to do like um, Gavin and Stacy mm-hmm. and uh, Coupling. Yeah. I miss Coupling. Coupling was oh, so good. It was a better friends. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. It was actually, they were trying to um, when Friends, when it was known that Friends was ending, they were trying to work it out to bring coupling over to like take its time slot in America, but it didn't pan out. Yeah. Which is fine. We would have ruined it. Oh, yeah. We would have totally totally destroyed it. Yeah. It's a perfect show as it is. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, romance. Uh, Were you so disappointed? Dude, okay. Okay. (laughs) Hat's coming off. Hat comes off. Here's the thing. They came so close. It By the way, so their, their, their love thing is not believable at all. No, it's not. They it's, don't they don't do, they don't spend any time developing. No, it. they're just like there. Yeah. It's like okay, sh- mm-hmm. sure. I'll I'll take your word for it. They're a good-looking couple though. Yeah. With her cool Despite his stupid 90s boy haircut. Oh, dude, you mean his Matt Damon haircut? Yeah, it was Matt that's Damon, Matt Damon back in 2000 then. haircut. Yeah, I know. And then the the ship captain, God, their hair was so bad. Anyway, this, keep this going. 90s. Yeah, like the, Akima's their, hair was cool. Their romance is unbelievable, right? So there, there's that. And but then you know you kind of get past it and you're like, sure, why not? Heat of the moment, just do it, right? Nike. Um, <laughs> and then very end, they're like, all right, let's they're go a ahead and, millimeter let's go away ahead and from kiss. touching lips. Our <laughs> lips are almost touching. The little bitty hairs on the top of Matt Damon's, you know, lip and her little bitty hairs, they're touching each other. And then the ship goes by and they're like, mm-hmm. we better not kiss. And you're like, no, no. What is this? And then they pan away and you it's never garbage. see them again. It's garbage. Hey, believe me, right now they're busy repopulating Planet Bob. I want to, well, I was going to say I want to see them repopulating, but that seems a little bit weird. I wanted to at least see a kiss. Right. And that's another thing. Don't promise me stuff. If they show you don't do anything. her naked silhouette in the shower, they can show a kiss. I also saw Matt Damon's bum. Yeah, Matt Damon's like... naked bum in this. And we see straight up murder in this. I can't believe this movie is rated PG. Well, let's see, because we have our first murder well, Which is the chef. Well, actually, our first murder is goo. Earth. Uh, well, right, yeah, and everybody left on and, it. Yeah, and all the, and so the poor ships the, That's to the get genocide out. that begins the movie. Um, and then, yeah, you have Cockroach Guy getting shot in the yep. face. Mm-hmm. And then Timon Jar Jar gets his neck snapped. Yeah, like, like violently, like, right in front of you. It's crazy. Man. I can't believe that they... And there's a lot of domestic violence, could too. Could pull that off and... I mean, get a PG third or I mean, PG rating. Captain Lone Star hits uh, our uh, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Purple hair. Akima hits Akima like slaps her across the face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jeebus. Yeah, it's 
going on here? Yeah, there's a lot of violence in it. There's warfare. There's I love Bill Pullman. He was he was a great part of the movie. Nakedness. There's insinuated nakedness, and it's PG. I'm really surprised because especially with cartoons, it, whatever the Motion Picture Association or whoever does the ratings tends to be really conservative because we never want to expose our kids to something that's too crazy. That's why people flip out when two boys kiss in a cartoon. But this one slipped through with a PG, and I'm really surprised by it. Well, here's the here's the reason is because if that would have been a female tush, it would have been Maybe. like, this Maybe. is R now. I'm actually more... But, see, but, but it's like, it's it's a male boy tush, and it's in a, used in a comedic mm-hmm. moment, so it's okay. Yeah, it, that's an interesting take. I mean, I mean, that's just the way that, you know, just going by, you know, the stuff yeah. I've seen, like you can show stuff like that on Nickelodeon. Like there's an episode of Rugrats yeah. that, you know, Tommy's naked the whole entire episode and you see his bum and you're like, cool, <laughs> why not? Sure. This yeah, is on Nickelodeon. Baby bum's different than, than Matt Damon. Full adult bum. Well, he's probably only 20 years old. You know what I mean? So that's full adult. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea how old he is when he's a kid. Now. I have no idea either. I think Goodwill like Hunting six? came out in like '97 or well, '98. Well, I, I would say let's say he's six at the very beginning of the movie, and then 15 years. Oh, passes. you're talking about in the movie? Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's probably 21. He can drink. He What's does. His name? He does Kale? drink. His name's Kale, right? Kale, yeah. like the delicious plant, except with a C, I think. Like not like the, the delicious plant. No, like Caleb without the B. Kale. Kale. <laughs> So let, let's talk about the story. You said you had story problems too. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. But let's just move it's so on. Dumb. Let's keep it going. They're like, okay, okay. Here's the thing. They're like, okay, we gotta stop the Titan. Blah. Okay, cool. Nifty. Because mm-hmm. we wanna. Because why? Because we wanna kill the humans, but yet we don't wanna. We don't kill all the humans. Well, like, they tried. They surely know that New Bangkok's out there. Oh, well, they, like, they want to kill the up. source, and then I think they're, they're well, hunting just, the rest just, of the galaxy. Well, then just kill that. There's a source right well, there. Well, that's the thing, though. They know that if they kill the main source there, that the rest of the people, they're going to peter out eventually. Like, the, 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 the race you, can't maintain if itself. If you know that that's there, it's like, I mean, we're here. Yeah, but they're, they had bigger fish to fry. They knew that one of those AEs got out, and they know that, the sun got out, so they have to dismantle that first because that has the potential to restart everything. They know that. Yeah. So to me, that that follows. Did I like have, that. We had two montages, right? Two montages. I don't remember two. Okay, I know we had the one, but for mm-hmm. whatever reason, part of me was thinking that we had a second montage too. I don't think so. Okay. I think just the one. Every good sci-fi movie has a montage. Sure. Look at Big Hero Six. Absolutely. Except have a montage. Theirs was to better music. Yeah, the music in this. If this is... would have been made in 1998, we would have had some dope ska music. But unfortunately, oh my gosh, 2000 thank it was you. already over. I'm glad it's we not had what fake grunge. It was diet grunge, um, kind of that cleaned up radio alternative music that happened in the late 90s, early 2000s. That was like the echo or the after effect of all of the amazing music that happened in the 90s but i don't know it kind of fits for me because that's kind of what 
this movie is. It's like, it's, it's kind of like a pseudo sci-fi. It's not good, so let's thing. not put a lot of good music in. It's not that do, it's not do good. Do you think they were like this it's, movie? Do we really like we're closing the studio? Yeah. Let, we don't have to buy anybody big. Right. So I, that's all right. It's like, it's, Smash Mouth's popular right now. It's okay. Nah. You know? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it kind of fits because, yeah, it's not an A-list type movie, even though the voice acting is A-list or the celebrities that they got were A-list. I, I think the music fits it to me. Like, it's just kind of a... It's not necessarily taking itself so seriously that it has to go out and get you know, these amazing top 40 songs that some movies get, like Big Hero 6. Okay, anyway, anyway. Going back to the story. Sorry, I'm done with the music. No, you're fine. It's, it's, yeah, I can tell. It's Go. garbage. Go. Um, more, more to the how, like I was talking about before, how they basically took a bunch of stuff. Like half this, the la- later half of the movie was Wrath of Khan. Oh, Wrath of Khan. Yeah. I was like, Rav Khan. What are you talking Rav-a-con. about? Rav Khan. Rav Khan. Rav Khan's dope. That a, that's a con that I haven't been to. Yeah. It's it's for ravers. It's Rav Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's basically Rav Khan. There's a ton of Star Trek influence in this. I mean, the whole bit where they're, you know, kind of like ghosting each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's the Reliant and the Enterprise Absolutely. in that mist field thing. Well, I got to believe. Like upside down on each other. It, you know, since uh, Bluth and Goldman were not sci-fi people, people that aren't sci-fi you know, I people bet they probably like at least know about Star, Star Trek. Trek. And most people have seen the first couple of Star Trek movies that are of that age, you know, because yeah. they're they're a generation or two older than me. So they know the original series. And so that might be their only real sci-fi influence. Because I mean, and then they're like, OK, so what are we going to do? Um, let's have this world creator yeah, and then we'll create a brand new world. It's like, yeah, it's Genesis. Yeah, like yeah. like when like they walk in, they're like, look at all these things. And, and I was like, mm-hmm. freaking Genesis. It totally it's is. Totally. It's been like, done how, before. How are you going to do this guys? How are yep. you going to do this? Maybe Titan AE too. It was going to be uh, the search for, what was his name? Chorus. Mm, who are you talking about? The uh, Bill Pullman, Lone Star. Oh, Maybe it'll be the it'll be the search is. for Lone Star. I'm right. surprised they didn't jettison off him into a tube and he like does like a cool rig around the planet yeah. and then like disappears into the sun. Right? <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, I mean, I didn't really have many problems with the story. I, to me, the plot makes sense. It kind of flows. Well, yeah, in, I mean, it's... in a good direction. I think the only thing I don't yeah, I mean, really that, that, like that's my, that's my problem was like the end where I'm like that's it's way too similar. Like way too similar yeah i mean i agree with that the only problem i really have is the we already talked about the romance between them they never really developed that we just have to assume that it happens it's like but i love how that two-thirds of the way through you know like oh okay of course this is like uh treasure island where the crew is actually villains and they're flipping it and they're actually out and not to... even all the crew either yeah i thought that was genius and you know it's kind of like what we're going to talk about in our last movie this month because similar thing happens in that movie there are some oh yeah because strong sci-fi adventure things yeah <laughs> exactly like... <laughs> exactly so it's like i've read the book it's over there <laughs> yeah so i mean i i i like the story in this one yeah I mean, like i said it's it's good for 
you know what it is. Yeah, it's just the similarities <laughs> and the love quotations love story there mm-hmm. like because he literally gets captured comes back and they're like hey hugging each other yeah like, no the one thing that this movie does not have much at all that i love in animated movies Character is no i feel like it has some of that i mean he's, he doesn't he starts have... off as a d and then he kind of still ends up as a d until <laughs> Cause he does a complete 180 too. It's like by D, maybe... do you mean Dallas Texan? Sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. All right, but I mean, yeah, it's just like, uh, sure, why not? We'll we'll make it believable. I don't know, because this whole time he's like, screw humanity, they're all gonna die anyway. And then the guy's like, yeah, I mean, he catches uh, Lone Star talking with, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And he's like, "You're a liar. I want to save humanity now." And you're like, "Bro, you wanted well, to you wanted to destroy then, like three seconds ago." By then, though, he had stood in that place where he knew his father had stood, and he had started to put together. Well, by then, also, what he was had, happening? He had seen uh, purple hair in a town. Yeah, and all of a sudden, he has a reason to live. Yeah, exactly. it's like okay, yeah. I can do this. I mean, I can. Relate. I like what she said, like in or out, and we were like, it was like you, me, and Brady. <laughs> yeah, were like, like who's, in who's, every who's, time. Who's gonna choose out? Be like, no, it's okay. I'll give you some privacy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? That's hilarious. Uh, oh, there's something else. Oh, I was trying to say, the one thing that this movie doesn't have is Pumba. comedy. Like, they they try to make some jokes here and there, but this you didn't hear me laugh once in this movie, it's did you? none of it's funny. Yeah, there's no real humor in this movie, and that, to me, is its biggest drawback. Because it's I like think Logan. they could have been a lot funnier. They try to do that kind of off-the-cuff Matt Damon smart humor in a lot of places, but it doesn't come off in this at all. Like, not even a little bit. Like, he, he some of that, like, Goodwill Hunting or, you know, kind of that era Matt Damon comedy, but it doesn't play. I, I just don't think I it plays. That. Yeah. So that, to me, is my biggest criticism of the movie, besides that final shot, which looks like crap, which we must say again, it looks it like looks, crap. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> All right, dude, you want to rate this movie? Yeah, so I give it a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. It's a... Remember, oh, remember they yours? didn't what's kiss. Yours? What's yours? You know, I have voiced my criticisms of it, and I've voiced the things that I liked. And for me, for whatever reason, this movie just entertains me. I do enjoy watching it every time I pop it in. So I'm giving this one a three. Three Jiminy Crickets. I like it. Okay, so I'm going to give it, after much deliberation... Much. We paused for an hour and a half. Yeah, that's how long it took. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Three Dipper Pines. All right, I like it. Who knows? By the end of the episode, it may change. I mean, I'm going to have to think of it. So give or take a point five. There's no point five. so Ah, it's against my religion. I'm going to break you. Can't do it. (laughs) All right, dude. Speaking of fives... Let's do a top five. And now for another top five. All right, dude, you ready to do this? Let's do it. This week, top five science fiction vehicles. I'm anticipating some mech suits from you. No. <laughs> None of mine are labeled. I mean, I don't have mine ranked. You don't? 
No. That's yeah, all right. I, I, my I week wait until my week has been so busy. I literally did it during the first scene of the movie tonight. I so. was wondering, like, you were on, you were like writing stuff down and yeah. on your phone a lot, and I was like, man. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's been tough. So, am I first or are you first? I went first last week. Okay, so I'm first. So my number five is none other than John Silver's ship, the. Uh, RLS Legacy from Treasure Planet. That is the pirate ship spaceship combo, <laughs> which is pretty freaking cool. Nice. My number five, I went with from the video game Halo. I went Ooh. with the Pillar of Autumn. The Pillar of Autumn. The Pillar of Autumn. Okay. It's the name of a ship. Is it a pillar with wheels? No, it's the name of a ship. Okay. And I only say because you start off on, you start the game on the Pillar of Autumn, and you end the game on the Pillar of Autumn. It's crashed. You fight a whole bunch of stuff. It's, it's a, it's just, and, and that's, and that's a lot of my, you know, first real video game experience mm-hmm. like getting on the xbox um going to a friend's house you know hooking a couple up having a little lamp party and you know there'd be eight of us well actually there'd probably be 10 of us usually and there's only eight controllers so we would have to whoever were the two lowest in the previous game had to swap out with the two other people or whoever was left you could hook eight controllers up to mm-hmm. it four players dang but it was also really it also really sucked because there'd be the the TV in the living room which would be a bigger TV mm-hmm. so at the time probably 40 inches mm-hmm. and then you would go into the guest you know the other room that the uh, other Xbox was hooked up to and it'd be like this 20 inch oh, little man. thing so it'd be like so small and you always yeah. wanted to be in the living room you wanted sure. to be in the top four so you can get in the living room position <laughs> that's hilarious so what does this ship look like I'm not familiar with it oh, dude, I can't um, kind of like the ship from Alien Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. I like it. All right, my number four, also from a video game. We mentioned it, I think, last week. And I never consider video games, so I'm glad you mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. But the Normandy from Mass Effect. Uh, fun fact, my number four is the Normandy nice. from Mass Effect. I love that ship. And, it and is one of the coolest science fiction ships I've ever seen. And the Normandy 2, which they remake That's in awesome. Mass Effect. Two and three, I think you're in the Normandy too. Okay, cool. But I just think it's a neat oh, it's design, so man. It's such a good little ship too. It's really good. Yeah. Only problem on the Normandy too is when you go, is when you have to leave the war room, and there you have to go through that security station, and then there's two chicks that are sitting there the whole time talking, mm-hmm. and you can't skip past it because it's a loading screen, but they talk the whole entire time, oh. and you're like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> and you just want to like shoot them or something um when they get captured you're like thank goodness they got captured there's no talking anymore. what's really cool about modern um tvs is they all have um a button that's called mute no but here's the thing you you would want to do that but they are actually giving you some story sometimes oh uh, there's the a lot of the times story. they're just they're just you're, talking you're about trapped. garbage but <laughs> a lot of the sometimes they'll be like oh, did you hear about this person on this deck? And you're like, oh, well, I got to go check out this person on this deck. And then it, a quest would happen. You'd be like, see, I, had, <laughs> I hadn't listened to those two. If I had a mute bit like Touché. Gavin. Touche. <laughs> but yeah, Seth Green pilots the ship, so it's all great. Nice. 
So we both had Normandy. Nice. The Normandy, I yes. like it. So back to me? Yep. My number three. I hope it's not the same as mine. It might be. I don't know. Is it from tonight's movie? Nope. All right, then. This I'm ship, going this ship with... didn't make anything. You see three whole rooms on this ship. I'm going with the Titan AE. I'm That's... not sure it was called the Titan AE. I think it's well, I think it's called the Titan. the Titan, maybe, but whatever. We all know what we're talking about. The planet-making ship at the end. And oh, the beginning. that's it? I thought you were going to be like the little... No, ship. the Titan. That's the main ship that flew out there so, to create a planet. So Genesis. Basically, yes. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I love what that it was a big spherical ship that just blasts its way out of that silo and then goes into hyperspace. And then it's out there waiting to be repowered. And then they repower it with the dredge energy and... And then it does its thing, and I think it's really cool how it, they show the creation of that planet. So, cool. The Titan, possibly sure. AE. Sure. No. Um, my number three. It was cool, dude. Sure, whatever, bro. <laughs> my number three from a little anime that I talk about a lot, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, yeah. I went with Ava Unit One, which is Shinji Ikari's. Mm-hmm. Ava. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I I remember those. Um. I need to rewatch that series because it's been so long I've forgotten most of what happens, but I can picture those AV units and they're pretty BA. They're so cool. Yeah. I like that episode where he and Asuka have to be like in sync with each other Mm -hmm. and they basically, you know, do everything together. Mm -hmm. Like they play Twister. (laughs) Nice. And they do that cool uh, fight scene where they fight an angel and it's choreographed to some classical piece of music and it's really, really good. Nice. I think I remember parts of that episode because I remember the twister. The twister, and yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. Like they're like crap at it, and then like <laughs> at the at, like at the end because it's the whole episode's like a montage, mm-hmm. and then at the end they're like, yeah, pop, 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 pop. Looks like playing DDR. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. What you got for two? All right, number two from Star Wars Clone Wars. I'm going with Anakin's Jedi Starfighter. That cool blue and white one. Okay. I love that little ship, dude. Wait, from the Clone Wars or Clone Wars? The micro series. That's Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from that one, I love would that little st- ship, dude. Why would you call it the same? God, so dumb. Star Wars is stupid sometimes. Sometimes that's true. Yeah. Like I agree. So what was this micro series car? That was it was Star Wars Clone Wars. What should we call this this this, this very next series How that we about do? <laughs> the Clone Wars. Yeah, I agree. That won't get confusing. So confusing for I know. people, you know, ten years later that are trying to do a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't know we would be doing this. They should have. I know they should have anticipated it. Anyway, I'm I just really think it's a really cool what, what ship. Your number one is yeah, because I think your number one maybe my number two. I the, guarantee you, it's not from the anime guarantee. Cowboy Bebop. Nope. It's not the Bebop? I didn't think of it. Really? You didn't think of the Bebop? I I literally did this in the first five minutes we sat down tonight to watch the movie, and I haven't had any time this week to think. Here I thought you liked Cowboy Bebop. I love it. I'm writing it down now. You don't like it enough. I do. Man, I do. I promise. You can play chess on the Bebop. You have Jet's cool little feng shui room. Mm -hmm. You have that cool, uh, like they have the cool spinning... Little anti like little gravity generators in mm-hmm. there where Ein kind of goes. You have that random stairway that Spike walks on when he gets super high on mushrooms. 
He just keeps walking on it. And it's like he's walking like a ladder to heaven. That's such a good episode when they eat yeah, those mushrooms. Is. Oh my gosh! I'll watch Spike do anything. He's awesome. That's great. Nice. That's a good pick. Yep. Honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. So on my honorable mentions list is from Cowboy Bebop, the Bebop. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna throw in. From the cartoon series that I'm watching right now, Tron Uprising, I'm going to throw in Beck's Light Jet, which is amazing. No Tron cycles? We're talking about honorable mentions right now, Josh. How about about yours? How about yours? Are you kidding me? Not at all. Go. What's your honorable mention? Josh, it's awful. You're awful. Um, um, (laughs) Jeebus Krispies. Um, my honorable mentions from the anime Outlaw Star, I went with the cool red ship called the Outlaw Star. <laughs> Anime's not original. Um, especially now. Uh, from the other anime, Space Battleship Yamato, I went with uh, the Yamato, <laughs> which is a space battleship. Nice. Um, I think it was called Star Blazers here when it came over. Oh, I've heard of that. In the 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 70s or 80s, something yeah. like that, yeah. Just it all up um i also went with uh voltron oh is a, a vehicle. yeah it's yeah. like five cats something like that vehicle yeah and then my last honorable mention i went with baymax oh he's totally a vehicle yeah hero rides him all exactly. over samurai dang that's a good one dude i wanted to put him on the <laughs> list but i was like i wonder if gaff uh, will give me gaff for that uh i mean in that regard, you could say that stupid little fire extinguisher from Wally's a vehicle, because he totally pilots around with that thing. Which I, I'm, I would bet you money that Wally stole that gag from Titan AE. Yeah, he might have. I mean, that was that was funny when we saw that happen. We we're like, oh, Wally. Like, <laughs> this looks familiar from the last episode. When did that? Wait, Wally came out in two thousand. Hang on, let me flip Five. back the page. Uh, didn't write it on here. Was it 2005? Yep. Okay, so it Josh probably was wasn't in production was yet. It could have been 2008. I feel like it was earlier than that. It could have been 2008. In fact, I'm 99% sure it was 2008. All right, cool. I don't remember. So, my number one? Your number one. From Tron Uprising, Clues Light Cycle. I love the light cycles, dude. Okay. Whatever you think about Tron, I know you're a story guy and it makes total sense to me that Tron anything wouldn't really be your bag because they're not high on story. What they are super high on is design, environmental design, ship design, vehicle design, character design. And the light cycle is one of the coolest science fiction vehicle designs ever. Well, it came out in 2008. Nice job, dude. No problem. Steel, Steel trap. I'm glad you're on the show. Well, I said 2005, originally. Yeah, but then you changed it to 2008. Yeah. Well, you... it came out in 2005. Something we watched previously came out in 2005. Probably. We've watched uh, 30 movies so may have been, I think it may have been so the far. thing that before Wally, which I don't remember what it would have been. Well, 2006 was Cars. The one before that would have been Monsters, Inc. That's 2005, well, I think. Well, that's, I mean, Castle in the Sky. That was 2000. Oh, you're talking about I see yeah. the one we watched on this show. Yeah, yeah. What were we talking about? No, Castle in the Sky came out in the 80s. But did the redub come out? The Disney redub? Oh, I have no idea when they redubbed it. Who knows? So Tron Light Cycle wins. 
I mean, <laughs> what do you for you? Yeah, it does. <laughs> for my number one, I went with an actual cool vehicle. Whatever. What I, do you have against the light cycle? It's so cool. Sure. Same. Re- That's your argument. Sure. Same reason I didn't put the Batmobile in here because I'm like, it's a car. So it has to be a ship to be a cool science fiction well, vehicle. Well, no, but I mean, I wouldn't put it. That's like. I, I was talking with somebody when we were, I was going through my top five, and I was like, Batmobile's cool, because, I mean, it is sci-fi, but it's not, I mean, there's way better stuff out there than... I agree, but we're not talking like about that. the Batmobile, we're talking about light cycles. Yeah, which is, I don't know, dude, you have some really garbage top fives. Wow, that that's just mean, maybe, dude. <laughs> maybe the worst top five you've ever had. To be fair, I came up with it. Off the top of my head, in no time at all. You came up but I will tell you this: I will tell you this. The light cycle would be at the top of my list, no matter what. Yeah, no matter but what. It wasn't on your top five vehicles. It's weird. Well, I didn't. I never you considered that animated series because I forgot that it even existed when back when we did that. Fair play. Well, anyway, I went with uh, something cool. I went with um, from <laughs> Gundam jerk. Wing. I went with a uh, Gundam Death Scythe, which is. Dope. Mine's cooler because it has the word death in it. Yeah. You're so hardcore, Josh. Mine is, uh, it's You're also so cool black and spiky and it's hard. Piloted by the best of the original Gundam pilots, <laughs> Duo Maxwell. Jo- Joey? Oh, Duo oh. Maxwell. Okay. Joey was from Yu Gi Oh! And know. he had like I'm this weird out like, New York accent, but he didn't know how to play the game because he would only play like four cards. He'd be like, Baby Dragon and Kunai with Chain. And Salamandra. That was all of his. That was all of his. Uh, it actually voice. sounds like maybe Joey from Friends voiced that character. Very possible. They How you doing? They probably <laughs> based him off of that. But yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's such a cool Gundam. It's the cool. It's completely black. Has this awesome. That's another scythe. like mech suit, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I had a. I was trying to find a good picture of him, but all the pictures that they had were like of the model. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want the model, but that's just him. He's holding his scythe. Oh, okay. And it's got this green energy blade in yeah. the scythe. It's it's pretty nice. dope. I like it. I like it. It's cool. He's black as night, and he'll kill you. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Batman? Isn't he black as night? Yeah, but he won't kill you. Um. Thinking he kills some people. Uh, yeah, in the movies. Well, it's all the same character, right? Oh, Continuity. Man. No, man. There's, dude. You don't know this about comic books, but there can be like forty-seven thousand different universes. Well, then why can't there be feature animation comic book movies? Because they don't do that anymore. I know. It's so dumb. I don't like it. It's dumb. Well, hey, man. So I went to Death Sight. I like your. Top five. I'm not sure you do. You don't like mine, and that's fine. I like two of them. That's fine. And you forgot. I stand. Bebop. I stand by the light cycle, though. That's an amazing science fiction vehicle. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want one. I want one real bad. Well, you know what? You can play GTA Five, and you can buy one. I can play the Tron Legacy video game. You why? One. It was pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. So, dude, let's talk about um, audience appreciation in April. Yeah, that kind of fizzled out on a nice little... (laughs) So, um, every episode this month, we're going to be asking you guys another question. And if you answer this question by leaving a comment in 
the post for this episode, you'll get yet another entry into our audience appreciation April giveaway, which is going to be epic. We already have some movies in it. Let's go ahead and we already have a book. Let's in go. It. Let's go ahead and talk about what we're going to do. You want to? Let's go ahead and do it. I do. Go. All right. So we've decided. I talked with one super cool artist. Okay. Um, follow him on Instagram. Uh, Art by JP. Ooh. And he nice. donated a. And we'll probably like once we get all the uh, package together, we'll we'll take a, we'll picture, take a of picture of it. Yeah. Um, but he gave us a really cool X Men print from the animated series so it says like class of nine is that the one you showed me yeah oh it's so cool cool. i don't even like x-men it's freaking cool (laughs) it's Um, very cool we also have because josh was super smart and ordered (laughs) two of them um we have a copy of star and marco's guide to every the star mark yeah the new Star and Marco book from Star vs. the Forces of Evil, which is awesome. I looked at it, too. It's it's a cool little book. And... We've got a pair of awesome Studio Ghibli socks. Are we doing Studio Ghibli? Yeah, I already put them in my cart. Oh, cool. It's actually... I say... I say It's actually five pairs of Studio Ghibli socks. Is it kind of a generic size? Like kind of one size fits yeah, all-ish? Okay. Cool. But I think I may steal one of them. Because I kind of oh. want it, oh. so you may just get like three socks, maybe, maybe four pairs of socks, maybe four pairs, of, maybe just a pair of socks. It depends on how okay. much I like the socks. <laughs> and then Gavin, because this you'll be well, happy as a clam about this. We're gonna have, we're gonna, have, I'm gonna donate a little bit of art myself, so there'll be a little bit of uh, Gavin Audison art in there as well. But um, one of the jewels of the package is we're gonna be giving away on Blu-ray. A collection of Toy Story, Toy Story Two, and Toy Story Three. So yeah, maybe Boom! If, maybe if you're some, you know, I'm not gonna name any names, but maybe you're a fellow podcast who watches everything on VHS. And <laughs> maybe you can have an upgrade. Yeah, now. <laughs> maybe you need to update. Speaking of updates, you need to update your collection of stuff too, bro. Don't be laughing. Hey, there's nothing wrong with analog. There is but you need to update your nothing DVDs. wrong with people liking what they've got. And I hate watching. Like, I'm not going to spend money. This, I don't need to spend, We have this man. super cool TV and all this super cool stuff, soundbar, everything like that, that will help us mm-hmm. get a better viewing experience. And you bring me some off-the-shelf DVD. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Something that was made 20, 25 years ago, the animation quality is not going to improve just because I get that on Blu-ray. The, the only thing that will be better improved. is the sound. Yeah, the sound will. I'll give you the sound. I think Wally's sound would have been But it's not better. like you have some big theater sound system either. Uh, I've got a really dope sound bar. That's a sound bar. It's a nice speaker. You're a sound bar. I am. You know what we need? <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was thinking about wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just reiterate that. Hey, guys, this package is to say thanks to all of you for listening, to supporting us, to commenting, liking. We love you guys. Our audience is the best. And the prize package can be yours, and you can get another entry by answering this question. We never said it. The question of this week is, what is your favorite animated series? All you have to do is comment in in the post for this episode to get another entry. All right, go, Josh. I was thinking, <laughs> and I was having a chat with somebody. I think we need a third. A third? 
I think we need a third. A third. I think we need a charismatic third. Someone who can talk crap with you, but hates crap like I do. Somebody, somebody in the middle to kind of reel us both in, mm-hmm. but also join me when I attack you. That's what we need. We need. Will we need they ever join me when I attack you? No one ever joins you, Gavin. So fair. We need, Keep going. We need a third person, <laughs> and I need to find a third person. Is this an audition call right now? Sure. Is that it's what's an going on right call. now? All right. We can put that out there. <laughs> yeah. I also want. I also want something cool for the banner. Will we require them to purchase their own mic? Yeah, that is. That is a. A requirement. Hey, we're wa- we're rocking thirty five dollar mics right now, so it's not like out of the realm of reason that they could get their own mic. Yeah, it's not. Do we have another? Oh, that's our problem. That's that is pricey. Yeah, but equipment. The equipment is kind of pricey. But here's the thing: you may not need that if you got a really good mic and a and a better computer than what we have. You may be able to bypass that. Yeah. So cool. But yeah, who knows? Maybe you, I'm open. Uh, I'm open to the ever evolving nature of our podcast. Maybe you, uh, you should send me a DM. Who knows? Maybe you, uh, you're like, uh, hey Josh, uh, here's a DM. Uh, I know stuff this like is, uh, this is my ca- voice. This cartoons is my voice. and stuff. I know. I, uh, like I uh, like to watch things. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, so maybe uh, maybe you will. Uh, maybe let me know. All right. Maybe you don't. <laughs> maybe you don't waste my time. Maybe you do. Maybe you do waste my time. Are we, are we done? <laughs> I mean, you can go on and on and on. You're the editor, so. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so right now it says that this is a two-hour podcast. Let's no, try it. No, it doesn't. What does it say? I can't see it. 107? 10, yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Well, I mean, we talked for 16 minutes. I think maybe we should probably put something, attach something at the end of this. To cover up all this jibber-jabber at the end? To cover up all the jibber-jabber. <laughs> I agree. I think, what's... Hmm, How about I one think... of the rockin' songs from the Titan AE soundtrack? <laughs> Part of me was like, you know what? I if think... anybody owns the soundtrack to that movie, Burn it. tell us. No, I want to know <laughs> who has the guts to admit that they have the soundtrack to this movie. Yo, man, I got that on cassette. <laughs> um, you know what we forgot to mention? What's that? We watched the first episode of The New Samurai Jack, season five. We did. Yes. Want to talk about it? Right, we can talk about it a little bit. All right. So Should we spoil it? Yeah, why not? Spoilers right. for... Spoilers, everybody. The thing that came out We're... like two days ago. Well, yeah, but still, it's not everybody's seen it. First episode, season five. It's been off the air for how many years? God, a decade? About. At least. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's been at least a decade. And probably should have watched the last episode of season four before we started this because i was like (laughs) what (laughs) like jack doesn't have his sword and i'm like well the other thing is though the in the beginning when he's kind of telling about his state of affairs he says 50 years has gone by yeah so i don't necessarily know that it ties directly into how that last episode ended and we're just supposed to start gathering new well, information. Well, because he season. also says uh, Aku destroyed the portal. I'm like, yes. I don't remember that. And apparently he's lost his sword. He's lost his sword, and there's no portal to go back yeah. home. And he's got a big mountain man beard. Which... And he's like fully suited in like classic Japanese armor. I hated his helmet, though. 
The helmet it, or the mask? His helmet. His really? helmet. The mask was dope. Mask was cool. His it was his helmet too was too tall. That's kind of a, a Samurai Jack proportion, though. Like yeah. they do the that kind of, of proportioning. I like his, his gun on the front of him. He was That's very. That's what I had a problem with. Like oh, Samurai really? Jack with guns didn't didn't really play out. He doesn't well have for a me. doesn't have a shiv anymore, so he can't yeah. Use his sword. I was just like, eh, his staff was cool. Okay, his staff was his staff. cool. I like that. It reminded me of some of those. Um, Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, Empire droid guys with like the weird the electric, <laughs> yeah, those yeah, guys. those kind of staffs. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, did you watch season four of Samurai Jack when it came out? Yeah, so that was the so one he was doing that's... concurrently when he was doing Clone Wars, and so it's filled with Star Wars references and Easter eggs, like the whole season. And I kind of felt that was kind of lame, but you can see that there's a clear influence on Gendy Tartakovsky that comes from Star yeah. Wars. And I think that's just another well, do example. Well, the, op- like the opening bit and you see him on the motorcycle. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. here comes Judge Dredd. Uh, <laughs> just busting in. I mean, not Judge Dredd, Mad Max. <laughs> like, it was very about. Mad Max. I was like, Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But the way... Those, those, those first two little aliens, though, mm-hmm. I want them in more stuff. Oh, yeah. The, They're little the, telepathic little... Yeah, like, z- z- they were cool. Like, oh. They look like little Andorians. So they did a good job as far as making this feel like the Samurai Jack series, even though it's been so long. And I was afraid that it wouldn't. But in that very first scene, when, yeah, you've got those two little guys like running from something and you got that horde of robot beetles, which are exactly like a horde of robot beetles, which we saw in series one. And the sound effects like and them swarming around them. It was so reminiscent of how the original series Felt. I guess this is still part of the original series, even though it's later because they're calling it season five. It's not like a reboot. Yeah. But you know what I mean. So I was glad that it sounded the same. I was disappointed that they didn't have the cool intro with maybe like some updated thing. We did get the we did get the same outro. We got the same outro, which, which leads nice. me to believe that maybe since this is kind of just a prologue, that maybe in episode two or three, like once this first little arc is over, then maybe they'll hit us well, with we'll, the we'll see, intro. Here's the, here's the thing. Do you think they'll redo it? A little bit. I would hope so. It's like, have some of the old, but add some new add some too. Of the new. I would, but that song is so cool. I gotta yeah. get back, back to the past, Samurai Jack. It's just got Watch such a cool it. hook. To um, it. we also had the daughters of Aku. Yes, which I think are gonna be super dope. They're gonna be cool. It's nice to have a consistent enemy. That's what was great about the first show is that you had your little assassins and your Mm -hmm. enemies of the week kind of thing, but you always had this overarching enemy of Aku. And it seems like Aku is going to be a little more distant, at least in the beginning in this show. And it's going to be these daughters of Aku. I'm I'm hoping they're kind of like Ventress. Which are like little brainwashed cult kids. Yeah. That are all after Samurai Jack. I think that one may, I think she may swap sides. Oh, you think the one that looked outside? The one that looked outside. Because she's, <laughs> nice. she's seen the outside They're world. They're cool little ninja girls with yeah. little cute little haircuts. And, uh, I like how they all had fun. different haircuts, too. Yeah. Like, That's adorable. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they play out. But I was disappointed that we only ever saw a statue or a, like a smoky uh, vision of Aku. We yeah. never actually see Aku in the episode. And it sounded like that was a different voice actor, too. I think too. it was a different voice actor. Ah, that stinks. It does, Aku's my favorite. Well, it doesn't sound like... Well, didn't Aku die? I don't think so. 
I don't remember. That's the thing. I need. It's been so long since I watched season four. I don't think he dies. I can't remember. No, 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 no. The actor. Oh, the actor. Because I think it was the same guy who was in uh, Avatar, who was Uncle Iroh. Uh, oh, you're talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember that character. Oh, in the, blue, in the blue alien <laughs> <movie>? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh, that would be a shame, but nonetheless, I want to see Aku in this show. Like, he's oh, yeah, I'm sure he's my because like the the person that the android. Oh God, that android. That robot guy. I <laughs> it was, was so Samurai Jack, though. So All those villains were so over the top. That's what, I liked it because it felt Samurai Jack to me. Yeah, those flashbacks, though, I hope they don't continue those. I'm not I mean, big on that. It's good for one episode. It's not episode. flashbacks. It's just oh, yeah, like, like the, visions. These random visions. Yeah. Right? I'm not big on that either. And the way they did it, it's like, okay, we get the point. And i don't know i i'm with you i i don't want to have that be the first third of this season or something yeah so that would that would get what did we watch that on was it hulu uh no i bought it on amazon well you bought it i bought it oh i wasn't i was looking at my phone I, when you did it i know yeah you don't ever pay attention never so i don't know when i'm gonna get to really see this whole season probably not after it's all out yeah i just wanted to get this one just so we could you know watch sure. this first one and talk a little something something yeah, yeah. mainly because i missed uh I missed it last night. Yeah. Because yeah. someone was having a uh, a live chat. Oh, yeah? Did you yeah, tune into was, a little live a, Instagram thing? Yeah, it was a live Instagram. You skipped Samurai Jack to watch me draw a picture? Well, I was also watching Spirited Away uh, at the same okay. time, but you kept talking. <laughs> so I was like, oh, damn, well, I, gotta, I gotta pause. <laughs> I, I basically, it took me about three and a half hours to watch Spirited oh Away. That's hilarious. Like, I was paused on that screen with uh, uh, Haku and uh, mm-hmm. Chihiro when he takes her to his parents, like, to her right. parents. I was just, like, on that for, like, ever, it seemed when like. When they're higging out. <laughs> yep, I went there. So, um, so what would you give this first? What would you give this first episode? Um, there was enough of a callback to the feel it of it. It was very nostalgic. That it was good. But there's some things I'm I'm afraid of right now. Like I don't want them to go off the rails here. So I'm gonna give it a hesitant three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a three too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was good for you know what it was. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the flashbacks. Yeah, wasn't a fan but of that. They kept true to the look. It's got the potential to be just as good as Samurai Jack. Gendy is yeah. like, involved, so that's a good thing. I'm really interested in these daughters of Aku. Like yeah, if, if he makes them, if, if they turn into like Ventress mm-hmm. from Clone Wars, I think it would be, we would be tippy top. Yeah. That, that kind of reminded me of yeah. her. Yeah. So as long as we keep that going. Right. I'm good. I agree. I agree. But we were going to watch Tangled Before Ever After, <laughs> but you we can't find it anywhere. <laughs> it. Like you can yeah. go, you can go on Amazon video and it's like, oh yeah, it's there. It's, it's there. 55 minutes. Can you purchase it? No, no. not available. You yet. can look at it. Like I tried, like so maybe next week it'll be available hopefully. for us. Yeah, maybe we'll. And then during the last episode of the month, maybe I can talk about the Tron Uprising. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you'll have that done by then. Oh yeah, definitely. Sweet. And I'll have watched my second watch through of Miraculous Ladybug. Oh my gosh! But the person <laughs> that I'm gonna have on and that we're gonna talk about it, she's mm-hmm. almost done too. Oh cool! So I like it. We should be able to. Not Very that cool, I'm, man. I'm trying to find some uh, ca- uh, uh, camembert cheese. Yeah? That's what the plague eats. 
oh, to restore his energy. Oh, I guarantee they have it at Whole Foods. I Their looked at Sprouts. They had tons of brie, but no. Whole Foods has that whole corner of cheeses. Yeah, Uptown too, maybe. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. I, I'm. I've only been to the Whole Foods once. I don't even know where it's at. Oh, it's at Classroom Curve. Okay, because like yeah. Brady drove us there, mm-hmm. and like I was just like in the back seat yeah. on my phone, and then, really well, then you know we pull up and we park, and I'm like, where are we at? We're at Whole Foods. Like we have a Whole Foods in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's like whew, over my head. Yep, yep. It's real easy to get to. Just May and Western. Nice. Yeah. Well, Gavin. Yeah, I think that's about it, right? I think so. Sweet. So where can everybody find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Arts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the show on Twitter at Animate Podcast. On Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. And online at worldwideweb.animationstationpodcast.com. <laughs> Do you think anybody would actually type in world? Why? I wonder what happens if you type in World Wide Web dot nothing. nothing? You get a fail. Yeah. What if it does? What if it's like It's like looking up dictionary in the dictionary. (laughs) I mean, you kind of already know what you're what it is. You don't need to does it have like when you open up dictionary in the dictionary, is it just like this? It says C dictionary. (laughs) It's like in your hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you can uh, listen to all the episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and you can also go to our website and click mm-hmm. the little podcast tab. Yep. Listen to us there. Our fabulous website. <laughs> hey, dude, I put it's, a lot of hard work it's into awesome, that dude. website. Yeah. Don't, no, it's don't great. Be, don't I'm, not, not, I'm not knocking it at all. I adore our website. That you've never the once The little website to. that could. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. All right. I think that's it. Yep, going to edit this bad boy, pop her out. Sweet. Going to go to Vintage Stock. Nice. You going to get some new animation while you're there? Um, pro- I'll, I'll look, see yeah. what they have. But, nice. you know, I need to find some of our D&D stuff because we go over all the characters ah, this weekend. Cool. Gotta I like it. See if we can find some little figurines. Cool. Maybe some little uh, little campaigns, maybe. All right. They Something might like have that. that there. Hopefully. Cool. Good luck on your quest. Uh, I want some. No, I don't mind. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna sing it out, but <laughs> but I was I was talking and singing. Uh, so, was that, so it didn't work at all. No, so was yeah. that, I want Get me through this. Semi charm kind of life. No, that's <laughs> terrible. Josh, never don't put that in. <laughs> Long ago, in a distant land. I, Aku, the shape-shifting master of darkness, unleashed an unspeakable evil. But a foolish samurai warrior wielding a magic sword stepped forth to oppose me. Before the final blow was struck, I tore open a portal in time and flung him into the future, where my evil is law. Now the fool seeks to return to the past and undo the future that is Aku. Rocking back, back to the past, Samurai Jack. Rocking back, back to the past, Samurai Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. Rocking back, back to the past, Samurai Jack. Rocking back, back to the past, Samurai Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. Watch, watch. Jack, 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 Jack.